Blog Talk Radio. Yeah, yeah the weather's 
the uh, the weather's starting to change down here. It got significantly cold, but also because of that, it rained as well. And that that shit just sucks. Whack. It's cold and rain. We went from like ninety five degree sunny days to like fucking uh, sixty degree rainy days. That's some fucking bullshit. We've actually been having some pretty good weather by the standards of the lately. But that's all going to change on Thursday. I was thinking about ordering fucking uh, PS now. Really? Yeah. They got See, it like you can get it my... for 10 bucks. Yeah, okay, okay. This is my uh, go ahead and warn you deal. Um, every time I've got it, it's lagged. Like, while I'm oh, playing yeah? the game and the game crashes. I don't know how good your internet is. I mean, I live in a fairly big city that I hope the internet would be. Not very fucking halfway. good. Then, yeah, <laughs> so you'll be, like, I know you probably are the same way as me. $10 really ain't shit. It's like, yeah, whatever. But well, they're all streaming games, though, huh? Yeah, you have to stream them as if you were watching Netflix. Like, this Netflix and all that shit yeah. ever uh, skip for you? Well, fuck it. I'll just, just stick with that fucking PS Plus shit, I guess. Hi, man. When I get done with games. all my PlayStation games, all my newer, my newish PlayStation games, I'll sell it to you for twenty bucks a piece. You can pay me. What? Every time I get done Your with them. games, dude. Yeah. By the time you're done with those games, they're worth like six bucks. To GameStop, but they're gonna charge you about thirty-five. Yeah, well, I ain't going there either. I I'm secret there. The secret to uh, GameStop is you got to trade in uh, Nintendo Switch games. That'll get you at least $32. That's what the girl at the counter told me. Oh, yeah, Switch is the fucking hot shit still. I mean, it's just, they don't have that many games. And if you have a really good one, like, uh, sorry, I'm wrong a bunch, but uh, when I got Borderlands 3. I traded in Red Dead Redemption 2, which is the shittiest game I've ever played in my life. And I traded in Pokemon Go for the Switch. And I got like $45 back for those games. So I got Borderlands Damn. 3 for 15 bucks. Yeah. Yeah, I got 30, like $32. Shit. I got like $32 for fucking uh, the Switch game, but I only got like 10 for Red Dead 2. That's bullshit. I paid $60 for that That's... fucking game. That's messed up, man. I ain't. I never bought that game because I ain't. I ain't buying those sixty dollars games. You know what I mean? I'll. I'll wait till the shit's old and get it for ten bucks. And on top of that, it'll probably be the the game of the year edition that has all the DLC in it too. Yeah. Oh yeah. It'll be nuts. I'll how be that somebody's games. I'll be somebody's GameStop, except it's so that they can get money for. Methamphetamines. Oh, methamphetamines. What you know about those? 
Oh, I just know usually if you somebody's selling their fucking games for five bucks, you know what's up. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just around I just these parts because I was like, I'm not gonna play this fucking game anymore. Might as well contribute it toward Borderlands. Well, the thing is, these people probably aren't selling their own games. You know, you know what I mean. Yeah, oh, yeah, they they broke into somebody's house and stole from their they, fucking twelve-year-old cousin. They found something that <laughs> fell off a truck. Yeah, my cousin's dad. He wasn't uh, uh, uncle by blood. His uncle by marriage. He he was like a meth head, and he stole uh, my cousin's quarter collection and all kinds of shit. Because he was a meth head. Fucked up, dude. I've had my coin collection stolen. Yeah. And I fucking, it took me years. The guy that ran the fucking pawn shop that they got sold to, he kept them hidden from me. And after he died, they start coming out into the shop. I bought a bunch of my stuff back. Fuckers. These worthless fuckers, they do that shit and they never get anything out of it either. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, they never get shit out my of cousin, it. My cousin, a.k.a. his son. Was like eight or nine years old at the time when he stole his kids' coin toys for fucking drugs. Oh, his own yeah. kids? Yeah. That's fucked up. Yeah. Like he said, no. get we, want, we don't have to go into that. Yeah. He said. <laughs> yeah. living like that is bound to go like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's like damn, but me and my cousin, like, we don't talk as much now because I moved away from where I used to live. But we grew up like the kid I'm talking about. We grew up like brothers because he didn't really have a dad, so we just hung out a lot and shit. It's about like a six-year difference, I think. So. Yeah, I think these fools ain't listening to the show because they're li- they're watching the fucking de- Democratic debates again. Are you fucking Why? serious, dude? Like I didn't even. Like, Bath tells me, oh, there's a debate tonight. I'm like, hell. You believe that? Fucking bullshit. Demento's listening. This I can confirm because he knew I was playing Slick Rick. And then then he posted this fucking picture of fucking a... uh, some kind of weird looking uh, Eric Bischoff action figure. Did you know that he got fired? Guess who's guess who got his job? If you didn't know. Oh, I know. That motherfucker. Who, who got Bischoff's job? Bruce Richard. <laughs> Brother fuck. Brother love. <clears throat> Fucking, like, oh, I want to I do don't, a podcast about CM Punk, and then I basically rebroadcast the CM Punk WWE DVD. I just never liked that guy. If he's, if his face ain't painted red and he's not doing a fucking preacher gimmick, he's no, he's worthless. Gotta agree with you on that Bruce one. Bruce? That guy is yeah, no I don't like him. I don't like Brother him, Love was a good, know. Brother Love was a good on-camera gimmick, and that's it. Other than that, I hate listening to the way he fucking talks. I hate his podcast. I hate how he, he's like, his whole thing is like talking down to the audience like he's some expert and shit. And like, yeah, he got no personality. 
He was an on-air personality on TNA. What does dumbass do? He tried to be Bruce Pitcher. Dude, paint your fucking face red and be a preacher. Otherwise, nobody wants to look at your fucking face. Do you I agree? I got to say that I agree with you. I got to say I of agree with course. you. Of course. Nobody oh, wants to God hear from that guy. Story. He was good at that. He was good at that. He was a good wrestling man. So all, Everything else he does is doo-doo. All these bitches on our fucking, my fucking website. It ain't nobody else's but mine. I ain't listening Whoa. to the show. Oh, they might not be. I don't know. I went and checked after the show what last is, time. It's It said uh-huh. three people. <laughs> Listen? Yeah. And then it went up to six nah. a couple of days later. We've been nah. nailing. We were killing it up until that point, and then Diener came back, and everybody said, "Fuck Borg," and his fucking stupid show. Of course, Diener's back. Diener's we don't have to listen to this shit anymore. We don't care about nothing except answering questions. If nobody's answering suspect ass questions. We don't want to listen to it. Suss That's basically what. Uh, that's basically what our audience has decided. And I'm not asking no suspect ass questions, god damn it. This is a show for Hell no, we're here we're here to straight fucking PG. Cheat. This is a PG show. <laughs> uh yeah, as broad as I say fucking. That's twice, so we're already up to R. <laughs> I gotta uh oh I wanna do that NFL betting like Diener's doing. He's making fucking money every time. You seen that hey, shit? Dean? Yeah. Dean, he started no, with 300 bucks. He started with 300 bucks. He's up to like 1300 on this betting site. What? Fucking shit, dude. And they, were, they match your money when you first go in. So you can go in there for like 200 bucks and even if you fucking suck and you lose two hundred, they let you actually bet four hundred. You know, right off the get go. Yeah. So I want to do that, even though I'm not the best at all that shit. You just gotta, you just gotta, you know, the odds are you're gonna get it right half the time, and you gotta do a little bit better than that, right? Uh, yeah. My guess, anyway. Hell. Well, they do them lines in Vegas. They call it pretty tight. I've noticed, like, they're not outrageous with the shit. Just became, sports betting just became legal in my state, too. Like, you can go to the casino, because we have casinos here, and you can go oh, there. Oh, man. Bet on it. We have legitimate casinos, like, Vegas-type casinos. Like, we don't have that. Like, that picture you put up looking like a fucking... Oh no! A casino in a shopping mall. Well, it wasn't no shopping mall. It was just a fucking small casino in what I'm assuming used to be a house or a gift shop or something. The way our state laws are, it's got to be like, it's got to be very close to the water. So all the casinos here are like on the water. Oh yeah, it's there's one one area that's zoned for the fucking shit. Yeah, that's why I have to do it. Yeah, I dig it. Like, around here, there's, like, 
legal like machine betting all over the place. Yeah, you we don't have get that on anymore. a football board. You can get on a football board, yeah. but you don't actually bet. You don't actually bet on the game on a football board. You you try to pick what the score is going to be, and it doesn't matter which one scores which. And uh, you probably know that, but you know we got listeners. Maybe we got, or we got Matt, and or we got a uh, Demento. <laughs> he probably already knows that shit too. But yeah, we don't have any real sports betting. We don't have any cards or nothing. Like, if I go to a casino, I like to play cards and bet on a fucking game. I don't like all the other. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, the first time I went to Vegas. I went with Miss Casino and her family, and her dad took us to the black guy table. And that's what he liked to do, too. And he gave us all a little bit of money from him. We didn't have to use our own money. And that was actually the first time I'd sat. I had played blackjack before, like, at home, when people are just playing with chips. We're not playing with money. I played it like that, so this is my first time playing with money. I mean, I wound up losing it all, but he was like, that's not a big, big of a deal that you learned how to play, like, here. Yeah. So, well, people always want you're not to get win all, Yeah, people always want to get the whole crew on blackjack because then you kind of can you can play against the dealer. I can fucking go out because I know you're going to win, you know. Yeah, right, 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 right. That's that's the way it was, man. And, and I, our dealer was really cool. She was a I don't exactly remember what she was. Like, but she was just a, a nice lady. Like she was really cool with us and stuff. And then he was like telling us if we were about to bet bad. She was like, Are you sure you want to do that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I got, yeah. I had a little help when I first learned in Stanley, too. Like flat out cheating with the fucking dealer. And I was like uncomfortable with it. Yeah. And then she's like, You know, you got to put your hand on the table when you say, What is it? When you say that you're called in or whatever. Uh, or you're yeah. putting in like this is it. I'm going. You have to put your hand on the table. If not, then it doesn't count. She's like, I can get in trouble if I take your bed and you don't put your hand down on the table. So I, you know, just etiquette too. There's a bunch of stuff in the casino you gotta learn. Yeah, I always forget to do that after a few beers to do the hand signal shit. I'm just like, hey, yeah, stay in, and they're like, no, you gotta do this thing. And like, oh fuck, I think I'm gonna change oh, yeah, my yeah, mind. But that's the. That's the thing, because because the tables are on video. So if there's any dispute, they can go to the video and say, see, he did the hand signal. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and if, if people have ever been there, you know, and if you haven't, I'm telling you, there's these guys, they walk around in, like, black suits or whatever, so I can make sure that their tables and their dealers are, doing exactly how they want it to go. There's cameras everywhere in the casino. Fuck, yeah. Especially in Even in the little... Yeah, even in the little ones in North Dakota, there's definitely always one on the blackjack table, and there's uh, if there's any kind of, like, uh, sports bet... I don't remember how they went about that, but you had to, like, go stand in a certain place to make your bet and then I think somebody was back there like making video evidence by showing your shit to the camera it was like uh, 
And that's, you know, that wasn't Las Vegas. That was just some place where they had to rig up a setup. Yeah, it's been like that every uh, every casino I've been in. Yeah, I've never been to Las Vegas or Nevada at all. Oh, really? Damn. You're not even that far. No, I know. I've been to Oregon even, and I never made it. I mean, honestly, but, if I were you, I, w- I would go with a group of people. Like, Oh, yeah. At least I've meet them <laughs> Yeah, right. I've been twice. One, one time as a gift from Miss Casino's fans. That was in 2018. And then the second time was she actually had a conference out there. And she already had a hotel room and all that shit. So we just uh, paid for my plane flight and my eating and all that shit out there, like, separate. And when we bought weed, <laughs> we paid for all that separate. But she had her plane ticket and the hotel taken care of by work because she was at a conference. So I got to go to Vegas this year, too. And that was so much fun because we already knew the town by then since we'd been a year before. And we stayed at the same hotel as well. Fuck yeah. That was it sounds like the fuck, like it would be a blast, but I would go broke for sure too. Like I'd have to go there when I'm I was set aside. Like, the first time we went there I set aside two hundred dollars. And I came back with like a hundred and fifty. This time we're yeah. <laughs> We were making a whole lot more, a whole lot more money, and I set aside five hundred dollars. I didn't come out with any of that shit. <laughs> I was like, God, yeah, man. I know. I'd be. I'd have to but like. Uh, it's okay. I'd be selling it. I'd be selling it on the fucking front street by the end of the shit. Oh man, there's so many cool things though about Vegas, like um, all the different casinos. A lot of them are connected. Like uh, we stayed at Bally's. That's like the old school. Like what you think of when you think like a casino. It's like, like all the bright lights, the neon shit. Then connected to it is like Paris, and the way it is, it's like cobblestone all the way throughout. And instead of like a regular ceiling, they have like the sky painted on the ceiling. So dude, it could be like one thirty, two o'clock at night. Oh and yeah. You feel like you're outside during. You feel like you're outside there during the day. Like, because it's the way they have it lit in there, it's crazy. It keeps you from going to sleep. Because that's where we're spending the light. Oh, yeah. And they got... And no each clock. One has, yeah, no clock. Each one has a bunch of different restaurants. And then across... The other way across there was the Bellagio, which is the big, like, the high-dollar one. That's where we went to see Cirque du Soleil and all that stuff. Uh, and then across from the Bellagio is... Caesar's Palace, and that's the one that looks like fucking majestic as fuck, and it's cool too. Um, but then, uh, then across the street is like the, the Flamingo one and a couple of others. But Bally's, Paris, Bellagio, and Caesar's Palace—you can all like walk uh, to one to each one on the bridge. It's pretty cool. Did Caesar really live just, there? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> You can uh you can you can open carry alcohol anywhere and there's not like homeless <laughs> nice. people all over the street. For a big city, there's not like homeless people and it's not like dirty. Like the way that they like clean it is awesome. You can also smoke weed as you walk around. Because weed is legal there. 
Yeah, I think any place with legal weed and open carry lets you smoke it just like you're drinking a beer. Oh, it'd be great, but, like, I'm glad I don't have bad gambling problems, but what I do have is when I fucking am finally able to cut loose and do something, like, that I've never been able to type of thing, like, then I lose my fucking control. Just sorry about your damn luck. Yeah. Well, it's been doing all right lately, but, uh, time for me to go make some fucking money on the east side of the state, I think. The east side of the world, my friend. Speaking of money, um, man, I want to tell my wedding story. <laughs> yeah, let's hear about it. Well, I don't even give a fuck if nobody's listening. At least you can hear it. It's a great story. Um, this weekend. Oh, we got listeners. There's always ten people, even if it doesn't look like it. There's lurkers that are listening on a damn MP3. And we got MP3 We got Demento on there for sure. Um, Miss Casino. Good enough for me. Brother, Miss Casino's brother got married this weekend. Um, I have hung out with him a bunch of times. I've known him for ten years now. And uh, a very cool guy. We get along very well. Uh, and uh, I guess he's been dating this girl for like three or four years. I can't exactly remember. I know the first time I ever met him, he told me he would never get married. That's the kind of dude he was. Anyways, you met her. They wound up being pretty good for each other. So we go. We're invited to the rehearsal dinner and the wedding. And the whole thing is at a 3,200-acre farm slash golf club slash like Resort thing, thirty two hundred. All right. I'll get into how much it costs later. Uh, nothing. We only had to pay for our drinks late one night and our lunch the next day. Our hotel room all and dinner and open bar at uh, ceremonies was covered. Anyways, we get there. It was about a four-hour, four-and-a-half-hour drive from, uh, for us from where we live. For everybody else up there, it was like two hours. Where We had to go back to Alabama, actually. And so we went there, we got there, and we go to the rehearsal dinner first because we were invited by being an immediate family. The rehearsal dinner is put on by Miss Christina's parents, and I'm like thinking, okay, this is going to be low-key. Not that many people are going to be getting fucked up, whatever. Walk in. It's open bar, too. I'm like, okay, all right. So I take out a glass no, of cap pretty quick. And she, take out a glass of cap pretty quick. She's like, slow down. Yeah, I know that these people drink, but don't get that drunk that quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, Nobody's ever well, had to tell me that. They have Mick Ultra, so I'll like go up there and get some of that. I don't really drink that, but they didn't have any IPAs, and I didn't want to keep drinking wine. Some wine light beers. Keep the... Keep the whistle yeah, wet Mid without Ultra. getting too hammered. Right. So I went up there, got a Miss Ultra. And they're like, okay, we're going to do speeches for the bride and groom. Uh, the, the the best men and the maids of honor are going to go up here and talk, and then family if they want to. So the first maid of honor gets up there, and it's Miss Casino's brother's, uh, uh, his fiance is her cousin. They're both the same age. And the first thing that comes out of her mouth is, well, we both came out of the push together. <laughs> and I was like, 
okay, it's time to get fucked up. These people do not give a fuck. She just said puss. <laughs> kids and old people. That's nice, though. And she was like, our parents and, are and, and using it in, and using it in reference to the female anatomy, too. They're not, not using it in no ambiguous right. way here. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, here we go. She's talking about our parents decided to buff uglies at the same time. I'm so happy. So she gives a super glory <laughs> speech. Then uh, Miss Casino's brother, his best man, was like, he he was so hammered. Apparently, he'd been drinking since 6:45 that morning because they got there early and like played golf and like did all kinds of shit. And oh, he he got up there. And he was like, I love everybody here. Me and. Redacted have been friends since elementary school, high school, middle school, and I just love everybody here. I love him, and I, like, he just kept on saying that over. I love everybody here, and everybody nice. okay, get down. So okay, then neither of the moms got up and spoke. Miss Casino's mom or the fiance's mom. Neither one got <laughs> both dads. Both dads got up and spoke. Spoke. Um, Ms. Casino's dad, he immediately started crying because him and uh, Ms. Casino's brother are very close. And then the fiance's dad got up there. He told the story about the first time he met uh, her brother. Um, apparently, they were like out on the river or the lake here. And Ms. Casino's brother was driving a pontoon boat, a two-level pontoon boat. And the fiance's dad was like, yeah, he... Uh, was driving super fast, wound up crashing the pontoon boat into land, falling out off the top level, the second level of the pontoon boat, onto the little, like, beach side of the lake. Got up and was like, hey, nice to meet you. I'm Dapper Dan. <laughs> that was the first time he met his fiance's dad. So he told that story, right. then he got all emotional. Then, so... We eat. They do the speeches. It's emotional for a minute. Then we all eat and they play a little game while everybody's drinking. And I'm, you know, even Miss Casino started drinking by now. She's like, okay, everybody here is like ready to get fucked up, and they're all like, well, <laughs> yeah. let's do this. So we I start like drinking more and more. Then her brother comes over. He's like, all right, are you not? And I was like, yeah, dude. I mean, that's why we came. Um, and he was like, dude. He's like, when we leave here, he's like, we're going. On a, our, our honeymoon to Jamaica, he's like, when I get there, I'm buy the biggest bag of dope I've ever seen. And I like kick Miss Casino like on her leg a little bit. I was like, I told you, because there's this this ongoing joke. None of her family knows that she smokes, and my whole family knows it's not a big deal. Other people we know know, but her family doesn't know. But her brother has always alluded to me that he likes to smoke weed. Even when we went to Vegas to each other, he's like, man, I want to go to the dispensary. Get me something. I was. I told her. I was like, "Let's go." And she was like, "No, he doesn't really do that." Uh, I'm like, mm. "And then he said that." Then I was like, "I told you." So then we started talking to him, and we we're like, "Dude, we brought we brought like blunts." And he was like, "Hell yeah!" He's like, "We brought some too." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> I was like, "See, I fucking told you." So we made plans. We were like, "I love discovering that pack. shit with people." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, dude, he's been trying to put off the olive branch for years. Here he is, dude. So we go, we're like, dude, let's go to the tavern because we had to be out of the little building for the rehearsal dinner at like 8.30 or 9 or some shit like that. So everybody goes back, gets changed to a little bit something more casual because we kind of had to dress up for the rehearsal dinner. 
we went to the tavern inside of the inn that we were staying in at the resort. And, oh, my God, we came in. We were already so drunk. And we were there, you know, buying drinks for about 30 minutes an hour. So I had, like, two. And then this casino's brother was like, I want to buy everybody a shot. So there's, like, 20 of us. The bar says, well, we're refusing to favor any guy anymore. Y'all came in here drunk. Some people brought kids in here. Y'all been loud and belligerent this whole time. We're like, what? So me and Miss Casino's brother go sit at the bar, start talking to the bartenders. We're like, why can't we buy a shot for everybody? And like, just for the safety of our customers. And Miss Casino's brother is like, well, you mean to tell me that we paid a hundred thousand dollars for this wedding, and I can't get people <laughs> a shot? Yeah, that's how much it was. <laughs> he was like, I can't get people a shot, Damn. and they're like, no. And then they're like, but we could pour you a glass of Tito's. And we're like, what the fuck? That's like four shots. And they're like, we just can't do shots. And we're like, what the fuck? So we go back and forth with this, and they keep on saying, like, we just wanted to like, you know, clean glasses and do like shots. We didn't want like whole glasses of Tito's vodka. We were trying to get that fucked up. And they kept on saying, you know, oh, customer safety, customer safety. And we were like, well, if customer safety is the case, oh, I said this. I said, if customer safety is the case, then why sell alcohol at all? <laughs> Yeah, and the well, especially like, if you're yeah, gonna do, it. if you're gonna play the well, you can buy this glass game. And I understand. I've been to bars that yeah. have this, this, this rule about buying rounds of shots because it does become a top that situation. Before you know it, everybody's got ten shots in them. We go back and forth, and one of them was being kind of cool. It's like he was like laughing at the stuff we were saying, but one of them was just like a little corporate ass kissing dick. And then finally, he was asshole. just dickhead. Was like, well, he was like, the best I can do is give you guys a couple beers, you know, in the house and whatever. And Miss <laughs> Casino's brother was like, fuck that on the house shit. He was like, he pulled out like a water money, threw out a 20. He was like, there's a tip. He was like, if you're going to give me a beer, at least there's a tip. He's like, because I ain't going to let you give me anything. He was like, oh my God. He was like, <laughs> you know, gone at this point. And then, like, people were up there That's and they great. were like, other people who weren't, that we didn't know, that weren't part of our wedding party were like, yeah, man, he's getting married tomorrow. Get him a shot. I think they, like, caved under pressure, you know. Like I said, gave us a couple beers and shit. And they started making, like, full drinks for other people. And this casino's brother's, like, telling all these people that he didn't have, come to my wedding tomorrow. Yeah, man, it's at 530. It's just down there by the bar. <laughs> so you guys were basically oh at the bachelor party. At that point, but, but uh, his 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 fiance was there, and like so were both his parents. Oh yeah, I forgot to add that Miss Casino's dad came up there at one point and was like, "This is not the hill y'all want to die on tonight." <laughs> he was like, "Y'all need to die back a little bit," because me and him were like up there just like in it with those bartenders. But uh, anyways, it wound up being okay. But then it came last call, and we didn't want to leave. We were still drinking, so they brought the security guard out. It was this little short girl. Like I, I'm not trying to be like sexist or anything. She was not big at all. Like, not intimidating, like, and didn't have, like, handcuffs <laughs> or anything. And I'll get to that later. She comes out, and then she tells us, you know, we got to leave. So she escorts us out of the of the, of the the bar in the end, the little pub in the end. And then Miss Casino's brother is like, well, let's go back to my cabin. Let's smoke down. She didn't hear all that. So we get into somebody's vehicle. Well, actually, a little – no, we rode in somebody's vehicle. Any other time we had to ride golf carts because the place was so big. It was like a resort. So everywhere you went, you had to drive a fucking golf cart. 
Anyways, we got in somebody's vehicle that wasn't as junk. We drove down to uh, our brother's cabin. Well, this fucking security guard bitch who had, like, got in the middle of us at the bar followed us down there. And, dude, as soon as they got out of the car, we're about to smoke weed. We're about to smoke weed. Yeah, yeah. And she heard it. And she was like, I don't care what y'all do as long as y'all be quiet. And then Miss Casino's brother goes, <laughs> what the fuck are you going to do? You don't even have any fucking handcuffs. You just need to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Oh my god, oh my god, this is going here. He's about to get arrested tonight. No, we he didn't have the key to his cabin, so she let us in with her security card. So we went in and she went on. Uh, okay, oh, she said, I just want y'all to be quiet. She's like, I don't care if y'all are smoking weed or whatever y'all are doing. She's like, I do not care. I just want y'all to be quiet. And Mr. Sanders' brother's like, Well, hell, my whole, my whole family's on this lake right here. She's like, Oh, great. Well, then, never mind. <laughs> And so we go out there. So we start smoking, and it's Miss Casino's brother, Miss Casino, Miss Casino's cousin, me, um, her brother's fiance's grandpa is like 80 years old, telling like crazy jokes and shit. He's like, we were like Jimmy. Was like, he's like, oh. Yeah, he was up to <laughs> And a couple of the grandkids, uh, one of the best men, and all that. So we wind up get going back there. And drunk and smoking, 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 and it's like one thirty in the, the morning, the night before the wedding, and we're like, "Oh fuck, we need to go back. We're fucked up." So Miss Casino's cousin drives us back to the hotel. We get back. We we're actually staying in the hotel room with Miss Casino's grandma. It's super cool, um, but she's also basically deaf. She's not wearing her hearing aid. She had taken her hearing aid, hearing aid out. She told us she wasn't going to deadbolt the door. She fucking did. So here we are. We're locked out of the room. We have key cards. They have our IDs. Like they like know we're supposed to be in this room, so they know we're not fucking lying or drunk. And we're locked out. So she, the lady at the desk, she's like, "Well, I have to stop, call security." Well, guess who the fucking security was? The girl from <laughs> earlier who had dealt with us all night. She had to let us in. And I was like, "Well, I bet you. I thought you were done with us." I bet you that you thought you were done with us, or they're not. And she did not laugh at all. <laughs> <laughs> and then, okay, so come to find out, we get up the next morning, dude. We're both hungover. It's like Miss Casino more than me, because she hardly ever drinks. But she didn't have to drive me home or anything like that that night. So, anyways, um, we get up, get her breakfast. She can barely eat. She winds up getting sick and going back to the hotel room and sleeping for like three or four hours before we go to lunch. Like, we got up for breakfast at like 8.30. I barely made it. Anyway, so we're sitting there at breakfast, and we're with I'm with her, her cousin, her aunt, her grandma, and her cousin that was with us the night before, and her mom, uh, her cousin's mom, a.k.a. Miss Casino's aunt, was like, yeah, uh, he had to come and stay with us last night, Miss Casino's brother, because he got locked out of his cabin again. And he, like, was beating on their door after we left. <laughs> he got locked out, too. <laughs> so us and her brother both wound up getting locked out of our rooms. We did get in from security. But he went ahead and wound up staying up with his aunt and his cousin the, the night before his wedding because we were all so fucked up. It was, dude, it was a crazy fucking night. And we smoked weed with him for the first time. We smoked a couple blunts, and they had a vape pen. It was fucking crazy 
and we went up just oh, chilling, telling all kinds of stories. It was awesome. Then we woke up the next day. I said did all that, and I got kind of day drunk and had a couple drinks at the wedding. The wedding was cool, and we wound up going home that night because we were fucking pooped. We didn't want to spend our half of our Sunday driving home, so uh, we went back that Saturday night. I just drove the whole time. I was kind of wired from all the alcohol and the craziness of the whole weekend. So it was like yeah. 275 miles. It was 275 miles exactly. So we drove back Saturday night, got home Saturday night, and I was like, dude, I'm not, I can't even sleep because I just drove for, for four hours straight. Let's watch the Breaking Bad movie. And about 20, min- 20 minutes in, I looked at her and I was like, I'm not going to sleep. I want to watch this whole fucking thing. So we stayed up to like 3 a.m. watching the Breaking Bad movie that night. So it was a crazy I, Friday. I haven't Saturday. seen it yet. It was good. But, yeah, the wedding was awesome, too. That was fun. It was one that of the sounds uh, like best fun, nights man. of my life. Wedding's one of those things I've always dreaded to actually have to go to. But I've always had a fucking blast, actually. We do a lot of them shits out in the woods with kegs and shit around these parts. Yeah, I guess, uh, well, I guess me and Miss Cassina are next, is what we were saying. What? Well, it's about time. You weren't into all that structured shit. Well, we won't be structured, it's going to be a party. (laughs) I want to make everybody come out to wrestling music. Fuck yeah. What are you going to play, fucking ass man? Uh, Probably HBK, man. I was thinking ass man. Same difference. I think I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> You're sexy. That's like my favorite resume. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the beat in it. Like starts on that. Yeah, I love eighties. I love eighties intro songs in general. I loved it then. I loved it as a kid when he would be coming out there. Like I that. mean that style, that style of them. They were all fucking. They were great then. You look back, they're great for a different reason. Well, and didn't Jimmy Hart write that song? Probably. Sounds like Jimmy Hart, and they had, so what was it, Sherry? Sherry on the song, yeah, it sounds like a Jimmy Hart. She was in the original one. Yeah. Oh, well, there's a new one. Excuse me, I can't tell the difference that much. Well, there was one that, like, you know. Oh, I can that, hear her squealing it, in the background in my mind. Jerry's underrated as far as being kind of fucking hot in a nasty, mean What, Sensational way. Sherry? Oh, my God, yeah. She's put together, yo. We had a fucking oh, man, good I mean, time. I'm glad to hear it. Yeah, it was fun, good. man. Uh, that, that's the way to do it fighting me to that shit anymore because I fucking hate traveling but every time somebody invites me somewhere they want me to like go to Alaska or something like dude seriously <laughs> I'd love to just 
But see, I'm interested. Somebody, I've never been to somewhere like that, so I'm interested in going to Alaska. <laughs> I mean, I go up there sometimes, but I can't just do it whenever somebody's having an event, you know. Right. Yeah. Unfortunately, I, I usually doing... somebody's dying. Right, because we're all getting older. Well, eh, I wouldn't, people that ain't I wouldn't old have enough driven, to be dying and shit. I, I wouldn't have driven four to five hours for a lot of people. Oh, I'll drive four hours for any fucking thing, but... Like... For Miss Casino's brother, I would I would have drive as, or flown as far as I could have. They fucking, uh, I don't know, people don't invite me to shit anymore. They forgot about me, too, you know? Well, if we get married, you'll be invited to our wedding. Oh, boy. Maybe I'll uh, already be there. Yeah, you'll have to travel. <laughs> Maybe I'll be the fucking unless, barrier guy. Unless we go do it in Vegas. We could just go do it in Vegas. <laughs> Hell, yeah. That would be just fucking the shit. Actually, you know, man, now I'm going Because now I, that you got cash, you just I, show up in Vegas and get the best motel and shit, you know? Because I love the WWE so much, I would love to get engaged and marry at WrestleMania Access Weekend. Oh, my God. Oh, that sounds fucking <laughs> rassletastic. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, shit, yo. Oh, man. Hey, speaking of, what about Eric Bischoff, man? What about him? What happened? He got fired. Yeah, but why? I mean, he was just doing some, he was just doing some producer job on the show. He just got there. How could he have been like, so detrimental that he needs to get fired that quick. Is it that bad? No idea. That's what I'm wondering. I mean, I really, they're both terrible douches, though. Pritchard and Bischoff. Like, how the hell do you pick one from the other? I actually like Bischoff as an on-screen character better. Well, yeah, he's of course because he plays himself on screen. And he feels the same way about Bruce some... Pritchard. So. Well, I hate Bruce Pritchard. I actually like Bischoff when it comes to uh, <coughs> entertainment value. I don't get it. I don't get the idea of Pritchard at all, and, except for the one old gimmick a million years ago. <laughs> what about Jim Cornette? I love Cornette. And I think it's awesome. I think it's awesome that that fucking. uh, (coughs) That he's like me. He ain't some kind of snowflakey fucking motherfucker, but he's a he's a liberal. But he ain't some fucking, he ain't a little uh, cream puff about it. You know what I mean? Like, 
They just scare mm-hmm. us all that the fucking where I'm from, they just scare us all that the Republicans are going to take our guns like it's just that easy to change the Constitution and start kicking down our door. All you need is one minority Democrat in office, and they'll take your damn rights. And like, come on, get real. They both take our rights. Either side of that shit would take our rights away if that if it was that yeah, easy. Yeah, they would. They both. Yeah. Dumb. Republicans would too. They would do it in the name of religion. Oh yeah. Oh, there's like they're always they would say some encroach, shit like, they 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 just know how to encroach on them and make it look like it's not their fault. Or you know. Well, I don't have to get too into politics, but I mean, well, like Republicans, are like they'll say, well, they'll say, you know, well, if you need if you need protection, then God will give you that protection. You don't need a gun. Oh yeah. And some some people will buy that, especially down. Oh the yeah, it's in the Bible Belt. I know. I was I wanted to talk about that, like uh, the uh, the people that are denying that the deny climate change. <laughs> if you if you're if you're on board with the climate change deniers, you're just like a flat earth person. Because the flat earth people the people that are selling that do not believe it themselves. Just like the fucking people that are selling the anti climate change shit. They're fucking don't believe it themselves, they're selling it to you. You're getting played. If you believe that. Yeah. Uh, okay. This is one thing. I, I don't deny climate change. I just don't know how, like, I don't know if they know how fast it's going to happen. Um, I think both sides have their extreme. And that's with anything. So that's going to be. Oh, of course. I hate to say it, but that's my blanket answer for almost anything. Like, I mean, people were saying 30 years ago that the world was cooling down. Like it's oh yeah. Like we are heading toward heading towards the ice age. Like uh, there's a lot of money in science, believe it or not. And I'm not saying they like climate change and things. Uh, there isn't a thing. I'm sorry. Um, but well, yeah. Are we a part of it? Are we a part of it? Somewhat, but I also think it goes in waves too. I I don't know. It's hard, it's hard to believe because I do see. Like older articles that are like calling like oh we need to do this by certain years and we didn't and everything turned out to be okay. But how? But is yeah, it, like, are we? But they on, were are right. We probably. Are we living on luck? Though? Are we just like skidding by? Who knows? I don't know because well, I'm not here's, a scientist. Well, here's why climate change is the big thing about it because. It's been tried and tried and tried to warn about just flat-out pollution, just the fact that people are getting cancer from the shit that's in the air and fucking skin cancer and that and that you can't drink the water and you can't breathe the air and all that shit, and that's all 100% true, period. There's no disputing it. So then they say, oh, well, it's not causing climate change, though. Just Let's say climate change is bullshit. Does that still mean that you crank up the fucking pollution and the <clears throat> wasting of the resources up to 11? Nope. It doesn't. Common it's, sense. Whether there is or is not climate say, change. 
And to those people, I say it's this simple. It is this simple. Did Nintendo stop at the regular Nintendo? Or did they go above and beyond? Did PlayStation stop at PS1? Or did they go above and beyond? Then you go up. You, you stop using fucking fossil fuel. And you, you, you use other stuff. Corn, yeah. hemp, shit like that. Like, you don't have to do that. I mean, and people, for real, I mean, Our like, you don't have to eat. Yeah, wasting fucking. Our president said he's going to bring flying. back coal jobs. Fucking coal yeah, jobs. Fuck we don't need coal jobs. And then jobs. he tried to See, do it. Not only... He tried to do it, and everybody looked at him like, that doesn't exist anymore, bruh. Not only are coal jobs bad for the environment, they're bad for like the mental and physical health of the people who do that. There's so many people who end up getting like lung cancer and other COPD, other shit. From working in mines all the whole lot, like and, and you, the shit can collapse on you, all kinds of shit. They, and when we can get energy and fuel and resources from something else, might as well do it in a safer environment. Sam, you still there? <laughs> We may have lost Lord. What the hell? Are we being hacked? Holy shit. I think we've been hacked, everybody. Uh, I want to keep running. Damn, I can't hear anything. What in the fuck? I'm hearing a ping here and there. Okay. Can you hear me now? Yes, I can. All right. Man, my damn headset again with the bullshit and the trouble. Anyway, I'm sure you covered all the bases. Fucking climate change deniers are stupid. They're just as stupid as fucking flat earthers because the people that they're getting it from are lying to them. Yeah, I agree with you on that. 100%. And what, Damn, your, and what else the quality of your... The quality just went down also in your uh, mic or something. Oh, yeah, I got no... I got none on. The damn thing just quit working. Hold on a sec. Get this shit together in a minute. Cover me for These motherfuckers. Yeah, I can stall. What up, everybody? All you motherfuckers. Where's Brandon? Where's Lurker? Where's Woo? Where's somebody else? Somebody I don't even give a fuck enough to know. But I never saw the question, where's Alamino? All I had to do was go away and not comment for a long time. And then nobody ever said, where are you? Well, that lets me know where your loyalties lie. And light lets me know that I will sweep every single one of your fucking precious awards that will be coming up. Hell, about, what, two months, two and a half months? That's right. Every single one of you will bow down to me at this year's OIUA Fart Palace blogspot doc bullshit, whatever the fuck you want to call it. (laughs) Fart Palace. (laughs) 
that's that's my take on the fire power. Mm. Holy shit, where am I at? How bad did it go there? I'm telling you, they sold me a dud with this fucking phone. Really? Yeah, man, does it sound that bad? I mean, it's it's muffled. It sounds like you're underwater. <laughs> it sounds like what? shit on the other end, too. This fucking phone is garbage. Oh, well, God damn. Well, damn. we were at the end of it anyway. Well, I was going to do a power hour anyway. It's 956. Fuck them. Fuck well, I'm on here. I'm dedicated now. Hold on. I can't really hear. Let me see. Zilla says he's live in five, right. so I think he's about to call in. Let's see. Very successful. Can you hear me now, doctor? Can I? Yeah. Yeah, there we go. That's better. This shit ain't better. Well, uh, it's hard to tell. Or is it just as fuck? It doesn't sound like you're underwater, but now I can. It kind of cuts out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit. I'm done. I'm going to go fucking make a big scene at the Verizon store. That's what I'm talking about. That needs to be the podcast. All right, motherfuckers. I'm going out of here then. We're just going to call it the power hour. Technical difficulties. And I'm drunk as fuck. Hey, death. Oh, shit. <laughs> fuck that shit. I ain't going nowhere. You stay right here. All right, here. here. Let's figure this out real quick. I'll be back in a few. Let's listen to some fucking tunes. All right. Yeah, we got number seven here. Right, here I'll fix this. Hey, you know me, man. You'll get your money. Yeah, when? This ain't the first time for you, Trick. I've had to wait for as long as a month on you for my money. Are you trying to take
fucking buck, fucking buck when I'm up in this piece. Fucking beat. The motherfuckers up in the seats. I'll grab that hard pot knot and toss it up in the breeze. Simply fucking the keys. It's straight ill. Crank that fucking oven up a couple degrees. Run up cussing and busting dust and slapping my nuts on my knees. Oh, NFL, hey, surprise NFL game. 
I wanted to talk about because what the fuck happened? The the Cowboys... (laughs) The Cowboys lost to the Jets. How is this shit possible? And that's not the only thing here. Let me let me look up NFL week week six here. NFL week six scores. All right, there we go. All right, uh, Broncos squashed the Titans, sixteen to zero. Steelers, Chargers, 24-17. Yeah, that's about what is expected. But there's several of them in here. Oh, Packers beat the Lions. Or I should say the referees with a little bit of a run in there. Uh, 49ers, I kind of expected the Rams to at least make it a battle here. Yeah, that was 20-7. Falcons and Cardinals. Uh, the Falcons are scoring. They're not as bad as they've looked so far in the season. 33-34, Cardinals do win. The Cardinals are – I never know what's up with them year after year. Like, sometimes they'll be coming hot out the gate. Sometimes they'll turn up later. Chiefs. Chiefs, oh, there's one. The Chiefs got fucking beat by the Texans. The Texans are not bad or anything, but they got beat 31-24, I believe. That's like their second slightly head-scratcher loss. Seahawks beat the Browns. We all know that shit. Ravens beat the Bengals, as expected. Bengals are better than they look, though. I'd look at that team next year. They're like, uh, they can score. And uh, what else we got? Oh, the Patriots fucking gave the Giants a thorough spanking. Good for them. Fuck the Patriots. But, you know, the Giants, too. Like, but that shit's personal. Which is, speaking of which, somebody's supposed to be dropping their their latest ill track. Dip Nine's supposed to call in and drop that fire-ass lame political song or whatever he's got going on for us. Oh, Redskins, Dolphins. There's another surpriser. Although the Dolphins did win, they or they did lose. They lost by one fucking point, and they could have tied the game. And instead of going for the fucking tie, they went for two. So <laughs> I thought that was fucking hilarious. And there you go, some kind of surprise scores, some oddball shit going on in the NFL in week six anyway. I have no idea if I can be heard real well or not. Like, if anybody can uh, hear my voice, like, hey, am I coming in clearly here? Let me ask somebody. Am I clear? And let's find out, because this thing should work. You know, AC, he ain't got no patience. He's like, I'm getting off the podcast right now. It gets earlier and earlier every fucking time. So, you guys, Villa tells me I do the show too early. I don't want to have to do it this early all the time, but I have no assistance at all if I did it a half hour later. I'd be screwed. I'd be fucking screwed. 
my this show ends for ten o'clock for me. Like I could uh I could have you know, even a late one. I could have it end at eleven. Wouldn't be an issue at all. Can you hear me or can't you hear me? I wanted to play some uh some name that tune too. But oh well. Bill is too busy to call. He just trolls and says he's gonna call. <laughs> you All right, yo. Oh snap! What up, yo? I call in. Where's that lame ass Al Camino by Alibaba at? That's sorry, sack of shit. I don't know, dude. It's earlier and earlier every time with that guy. He's always got to go in the middle. It used to be he'd make it like an hour and a half, and now it's more like an hour. Oh, so he's been here. Yeah. What a bitch. I know, right? He's telling me his winning stories. It's actually some pretty comical shit. Been there, done that. So you ain't So you ain't even listening, huh? No, man, like my sandal blew out. I had to make some cookies. And here I am. Well, I just got through the interesting part. Well, like, kind of a crazy week six in the NFL, right? Oh yeah, man, absolutely. There are a lot of uh, a lot of pucks scored. Yeah, I was just I was like, fuck, I'll be damned if I can remember the shit again. But I just read through like some of the weird shit. The Dolphins almost won; <laughs> they only lost by a point, and they could have tied it, but they went for two. What the fuck is that? Uh, the funniest thing about all that is, I think, uh, you know, the the Astros, they won, too. Oh, yeah. Like, off the Jetsons? Hell, yeah, man. Fucking, um, <laughs> I was over there. The I know, day. I Astros. Sorry, I can't watch baseball. Like, maybe oh, a little bit in the playoffs. Elroy had some of that space where he sprocket, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, indeed. But, yeah, I was, I was seeing everybody's jacked on the uh, Astros winning, like, I guess. I mean, I know the big thing in baseball is always if some team that never wins is winning. That's I guess that's the hype there, huh? Well, hell yeah, man. You got to... Um... The Quebec Nordiques, they're still in it. Um, Pottsville Penguins still running amok. Uh, Seattle oh, Super yeah? Hawks, that was one it. of my favorites as a kid just because they had good, like, cool-looking jerseys and shit. Minnesota North Stars. Expos. Yeah. I mean... You know how it is. About the... Uh, the, the the Pirates, of course. But that was my shit when I was a kid because they had, like, badass uniforms and shit. Oh, yeah. That shit looked like Seattle, the uh, Seahawks, man. Jail, a jail uniform from a movie. Man. I hope them cookies are ready. What the fuck? What did you say you were making? I I, I got a uh, 
just pulled out of the oven a chocolate chip cookie and two peanut butter cookies. Oh, shit. Freshly baked. Kind of like me right now. What are you doing on Halloween? You do shit on Halloween? Uh, yeah, turn my front light off and don't fuck with kids. That's for sure. But no, I usually I've go never, some. I usually are. Never actually lived anywhere that would have trick or treaters, so I got that going for me. Me neither. Me neither. I, occasional stray one over the years. That's ridiculous. I don't, I mean, you can't go to a stranger's door these days asking for shit, much less dressed up like a fucking Power Ranger or Willie from Toy Story, you know. That's how you get your ass shot in the hood. I can do whatever I want. Oh, you're talking about the trick-or-treaters. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, you can do whatever you want. Because it's your fucking house. If I want to be a Power Ranger and, and bum off my neighbors, that's different. Well. Well, you're right. These, damn kids the... do... These kids shouldn't be doing it. That's my job. It's a shame, though. I mean, they, should, they still run around town here. And this is a small town, but, like, there's actually a lot of shitty people in this little small town. Oh, yeah, man. It's uh, meth and hillbillies everywhere. Too much, yeah. The drugs are, like, worse than they were 20, 30 years ago. The drugs that keep, like, if I would knocked on somebody's door, the worst thing they would bend on would be heroin <laughs> when I was a kid, you know. <laughs> they ain't too ambitious to fucking do anything to nobody. Well, heroin's pretty bad, man. Not as dangerous of a person as somebody that's messed up, though, as far as uh, knocking on a door for candy. Knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door. And that's gotten worse, too. Everybody's on drugs. Stop all them drugs, you dumb sons of bitches. Just smoke weed, drink a beer once in a while, and, like, do fun drugs. Get off pills, get off meth, get off heroin and opioids and shit. It's retarded. You ever see anybody that does that shit that's not a flat-out retard? No, you haven't. They all are. True story. Like a motherfucker. Shit, even, like, when they're not on it, they get retarded because they're always sweating and you can't talk to them. (laughs) Bad motherfuckers. You know what you should also do? Quit smoking cigarettes what I need to do. Yeah, it's definitely a plus. And stay jacked. Stay jacked as fuck. Whatever you do. You That's ain't gonna what? be jacked as fuck. You ain't gonna be jacked as fuck if you're on meth and heroin and shit. Science. Right? It's bad for your health, apparently. No, there's something... You ever notice that, like, when you can tell somebody's a doper because their whole their whole intelligence look is gone off of their face? Like, it changes their science. facial structure. You see You're that shit? Some major science right now, man. 
You notice that, though? Like, their whole smart look is gone. Like, all it is is just a skeleton with skin on it. And dark eyes that ain't looking in the direction they should be. Kind of like Artie Lang. Yeah. Look at his nose. That is messed up. And you know what happened? Uh, you might, you probably read about it, but to the people listening, he uh, he oh, claims no. it wasn't the cocaine that did it. He claims it wasn't the cocaine that did it. It was uh, some they sold him some cocaine with a something bad in it. That was actually what did that to his nose. So okay, so it wasn't the cocaine, but it was what was in the cocaine. Well, you know what? Somebody cut logic... the cocaine was nasty. Season, all these government left-wing people, they got it all wrong, man. It's its not the guns that are killing people. It's the bullets in the gun. That's what we need to go after. If you add bullets, then it's more deadly. And, I mean, you know, everyone on the right wing is like, well, if you're going to ban guns, then you need to ban forks for making people fat. No, forks don't make people fat. Um Food makes people fat. So maybe we just need to ban bullets and food, and the world will be a better place. It would be better if people were just smarter. Like, every time this the shit happens with the fucking, with the mass shootings, there was always red flags that were fucking ignored. Why are they wow. surveilling every one of us? world why they got why do they got to have every one of our google histories and got to know everything about us and put cameras on every corner and they don't fucking go oh hey look here's a psycho we finally found one they never do anything about it when they find one This is like, if this was like, this shit didn't happen in the 60s, because in the 60s it would have happened once they'd had a, some big campaign. Hey, if somebody in your neighborhood, kids, is acting weird as fuck, contact the authorities. If they do this, Fire. this, and this, make sure that they get fucking locked up. And shit never went like this back then, because you could use common sense to solve something. It's not doable now. The system's too jammed up. Like, oh, you're intruding on somebody's. Everything you do is an intrusion on somebody's fucking rights. Everybody has the right to do every stupid fucking thing. You see the guys, oh, they live in the open carry fucking states. They walk around with fucking assault rifles at the fucking state fair. Get real. Fuck that dumbass shit. I got fucking firearms. I got firearms. I'm from Montana, man. I don't be walking around fucking strapped to the fucking hill and letting everybody know it. Making everybody uncomfortable. (laughs) That's stupid. That guy, that guy's going to save us if something goes down. Fucking heroes. I like it. Damn right you do. Because I know you're from the South. You don't want people to be stripped of their rights and shit. You just want people to act right in a 
and a way to make them do so without fucking inflicting on us normal folks. You know? Oh, yeah, man. I have build this fucking wall. That's for sure. Who, who wants to be the guy that just gets his life ruled by what the assholes do in the group? Yeah, man. All right, he's beating the dog. All right, what do we got here? Oh, I had to visit. See, I already went through all my dumbass shit. All right, what else we got? NFL betting. Right. NFL surprise. Right. Stay in gym. So you, you, you back? Yeah, I'm back. We're going to talk a little wrestling. So I looked at the numbers there. And, uh,. uh those are the AEW, 1.4 million in week one, about a million in week two. NXT, which it wasn't really in week one, they did that weird shit for two weeks first, but it was uh, like 800,000, and then the next week it was like 900,000. So tell me what you think of that. Um. Well, I like AEW a whole lot. I'm I'm not a huge fan, but I'm still gonna watch it and get and quit watching all the other shit, even though it's not that great. Well, the other stuff's just so friggin' bad right now. So but, bad. Yeah. And I mean, it might be because it's yeah, at least it's shiny, at least it's one show. For two hours every week, they're going to throw the kitchen sink at you for two hours a week, and then that's it. No other side bullshit. Well, on contraire, mon frere, they do that AEW uh, After Dark show, which shows like a dark match or two that they didn't televise, but they end up televising. And they show mad replays on it, like all weekend on TV. Oh, yeah. and other stuff so you can catch it anytime and then like I called it the other day and I watched that tag match again and I was like well that's a pretty good tag match it's exciting because it's not the same vanilla bland generic bullshit that you get match after match on any WWE program somebody's always going to dive into the turnbuckle with their shoulder someone's always going to get thrown outside and thrown into the bar well there's gonna be a dive. Whereas, oh you yeah, all these, the worst. The worst pre-programmed on WWE. Yeah, it's bad. It's, it's not wrestling. It's sports entertainment, first and foremost. So, but it used um, to be good. Sports entertainment was good shit for damn near ten years. Then everybody grew up again. This isn't good, though. I don't know what they're trying trying to do. The whole idea behind it doesn't make sense to me. The teenagers that were around back then 
when it was good sports entertainment have grown up and are adults and can afford to have an opinion. And the little kids that used to like it have grown up and now they want something a little more tougher because they're teenagers. And I mean, it's it, it just goes in cycles like that. Same thing happened with Hulkamania, brother. So right now, it's more important to have, like, reality shows and to have cool T-shirts. Yeah. But I think you're about to get a wrestling boom similar to that of, you know, 1996 to 2000. Yeah, whenever we had... Whatever it was, we had three good shows on for about five years there. It's kind of like, it's usually, uh, it's it's cyclical. I don't know if that's the right word, but you know what I mean. It goes in cycles. Yeah. Like Yeah, everybody wants to get in on it. I mean, there's a period in the late 80s where, you know, wrestling sucked. Oh, yeah. And it didn't suck. Then it started sucking again in the mid-90s. And it didn't suck. And then it kind of sucked for a little bit longer than normal. Well, we're in a long spree right now, though. Because there was no alternative. Yeah, well, I like DNA. I was a fan, but they weren't good with their money and their... Playing at the fucking local armory now. No, they got a little studio show going. They're on Axis. They're they're surviving. They are surviving. Just so much. Yeah, and they've always been good at finding wrestlers. What's with AEW and the scrawny little jobbers? I can only take so much of that, dude. There's only like six heavyweights on the whole fucking card. That's what people like, man. That's what people like. Yeah, for now. For now. I mean, they got to work on that because they're already slipped big time. And NXT, even though they're a bunch of little scrawny jobbers, too, they're fucking, they went up 100,000. All I know is Ashley is the future. Fuck that idiot. I mean, I got nothing against like him it. particularly, but I don't like the way they do the thing where he comes out and just, like, it's it's too dumb for me. I don't like being insulted to that level. I don't like seeing the young bucks having a pillow fight in a hotel room either. Here's the difference. When WWF does something dumb as fuck like that, they don't mean to. They try to present it as not dumb as fuck. When you watch AEW, you know you're going to get some shit like that. And the fact that Orange Cassidy does it in the way he does it is amazing. He's a great fucking wrestler. And he does it with his fucking hands in his pockets. You can't beat that. 
I don't see what he does that's so great, but I haven't seen all that. All I've seen is TV shows and a little bit of his dumb thing from that first pay-per-view. He's amazing. He's going to change the landscape of the business forever. I I'm a I'm assuming they already are changing it and not in a way that I I want to see. It's uh, the here's the danger of it because if they change to the whole this is the new thing now, it's not pro wrestling at all anymore. Even more so beyond WWE, we're being stupid and scripted on purpose, and. That's uh, that's a TV show. TV shows last ten years, and then they're gone for good forever. Never see it again. Incorrect. That's not pro wrestling. And if that's what the whole, if that's what all of pro wrestling in the United States becomes, then that's what we have. It's gone when the show gets canceled. Hell yeah. So maybe this is it. This is the, this is the end. No more pro wrestling after AEW is done with it. That's fine. I'll go down with that ship instead of watching WWE. Maybe it should end. I'll tell you what's some good shit. That's that new NWA show. Yeah, I was about to say that. Jim Cornette, man. Yeah. And I like the damn uh, heavyweight wrestlers that all cut pretty good promos. And then they just get in an argument and they go fight in a ring that's sitting there 20 feet away. It's just brilliant. All in front of a live studio audience. And they got all the flags hanging. That's some cool shit, too, man. You gotta love a good flag. What do you got? It's like the old WCW Saturday Night with Tony Schiavone when he had the mustache and he had all the flags oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. hanging in the rafters. They got an old, uh, I say he's like a mean gene type of guy. Doing the, doing the in between talking shit. Pretty much, man. Pretty much. Yeah, I think that's well done. And actually, a lot of the wrestlers on there are guys I already liked because I've seen them on TNA. Well, Damian Sandow is back in wrestling. Where he at? NWA, baby. Oh, I didn't see that. Oh, yeah, I did. Okay, yeah, I did. I saw him, and I saw uh, the one that caught my attention most, I guess. It was uh, Eli Drake. And then they uh-huh. just had some They just had some dude I never heard of before, but he was a 300-pound dude. looked like he could fucking knock your fucking eyeball loose. 
All right, this is a good show here. <laughs> Tell me, man. Uh, it's a good time to be a wrestling fan. Yeah, and I'm gonna I'm gonna watch AEW no matter how much I they suck and no matter how much I complain about it because it ain't gonna be worse than fucking WWE. Like you said, doing the same thing but not admitting to it. Not being straightforward and saying, Yeah, this is this is for comedy and we don't think you're dumb but I can't get used to it because they do it too much down the in in the middle. They need to go right straight for fuck it, we're choreographed and we don't even care who knows. And just make it a TV show, completely separate from what we know as sports entertainment or pro wrestling. Pretty much. I agree, man. I thought fucking... Rose was the fucking highlight of the show. What do you think? Who? What? Dustin Rose. I thought he was the highlight of fucking AEW show last time. No, man. Chris Jericho dropping pipe bombs, bro. Oh, a couple of naughty words. You know what's the thing? I mean, that's great that he did it because somebody had to. Because why are they TV 14 if that's all they got? He's just killing it. They didn't do no. You know what I mean? They used WCW used to be edgy and had to be rated for family, you know, without no bad words or nothing. And they used to have edge without all that. It's great to have both, like WWE. Like WWE used to have a little bit of both, naughty words and some real edge. But like lately, nobody knows how to do anything except like say bitch or say what was the other one the fucker said, whatever. Say a naughty word that's like their only way of getting edginess. I don't know, man. You know what I mean? They should these guys, these AEW guys, they come down from the WCW family tree and they should know how to get a little edge on the show without having not saying don't say bad words, but they should have some of the real kind of edge around it too. And I'm not seeing any or really any kind of coherent show out of them yet, which I don't mind, but I want to see if they're going to be TV 14. I want it to be a little bit for adults. Well, I mean, John Moxley did DDT Kenny Omega through a glass table. Oh, that was that a, going for him. that was real too. You could tell that was a real glass. Well, yeah, he could have been impaled on a huge shard. Oh man, I remember when I took a huge shard. <laughs> that whole awesome. fucking. Uh, that whole VIP area was fucking hilarious, actually. Especially with JR, like, no one told me there was a VIP. <laughs> no, wasn't that Shivani? Wasn't that Shivani that said that? There's a VIP area. <laughs> yeah, Plus that's the best thing. all over again. That's the best thing going today is 
Shivani and fucking uh, and Ross, and uh, I'll even throw in the mask guy because he's pretty good. And I guess I learned that he is he was a real wrestler on the indie promotions, so I'll give him a pass for the mask because he is pretty good too. But they don't need all three of them. He should be an interview. I don't know. Caliber's all right. I don't mind him. He's good. I'm saying he should be a backstage interviewer or something, though, because Shivani and Ross don't need a third guy. But I do like Excalibur. No. And I like I like the mask, too. I think that's awesome. That it's like, I'm retired and I'm a fucking announcer now, but I still have the fucking mask. I actually like that. I wish they'd get Jesse Ventura to come back. He'll put some butts in seats. They need to get some of that kind of shit going. They need to get, uh, they, they blew their wad on the pay-per-views with getting old guys on, like, like fucking when Arn, when Arn come out and fucking ended that dude, that fucking, I marked out like a motherfucker. Somebody spine buster, man. Fuck yeah. I fucking blew my shit on that. I was like, no matter what they did in this stupid fucking indie mud show, they did that, and that makes it fucking good. Oh, hell yeah. I don't mind. I watch this little independent-ass bullshit before I watch this overproduced, homogenized WWE horse shit. Pretty much, man. And I'll I'll learn to fucking enjoy it, and they'll we'll have to meet in the middle. They'll tame down some of their dumbness after a while. Right now, they have to do it because it's what got their foot in the door. Mm-hmm. And they will sell What's tickets. It? That's the beautiful thing about that. They'll always be able to sell tickets, even if they don't have the best TV ratings. Their fan base will buy the ticket so they'll always be able to make money at shows. Man. I don't even know. Oh, shit. I'm watching. I just fired up the newest episode of NWA and the intro alone, I'm sold. Just in like the I first haven't seen seconds. it yet. Somebody said something in the comments on on the site that is fucking great intro. I haven't watched it. I might do that before bed tonight. I'll just break it down for you real quick. Mr. Kennedy, Rock and Roll Express. Some guys I don't know. Somebody See, else. See, that's I don't what know. I'm talking don't know about. Maybe But NWA's got the heavyweights, man. That's where all the big people are at. I know, I like that shit too, just sure, simply Storm. because, you know, you're a big guy, I'm a big dude, you know, fucking everybody on Rogue Squad is kind of a large person that could probably tackle somebody, even though, even though AC is four foot ten, he's got fucking the forearms and shit, and he's been working out, point being, none of us want to watch a match where it seems like we could pin the guy pretty easy. Got that right. You know what I mean? Like, we want to see people that look like they could kick our ass. 
And that's what NWA has. That's correct. Well, see, that's the problem with wrestling, man. I'll kick everybody's ass. Oh, man, Colt Cabana? Yeah, I like, I like Scrawny's little jobbers, too, but you can't have a whole roster of them with five heavyweights. It just seems weird. Colt Cabana's on here, man. Colt Cabana? You know who I always think of when I see him? I think of Santino Morella. I can see that. I'm not going to argue that. He's kind of a... Oh, man. But I like Santino, too, but they're both kind of a feminine in a way. That's what's up, though. That's always been part of wrestling. Because that that gets you at a damn molecular level as a man if you see some fruity pie guy beating up on your favorite wrestler. Especially when you're a kid. Somebody somebody with that Santino Morella type gimmick comes out and pins your favorite dude. Like, of course, they got to cheat or something, right? They got to cheat, but they do it. And they kick your dude's ass, and then you got to wait till next week or the pay-per-view or whatever. See, I should be booking this shit, though. I should be booking AEW. I can make it good. I get it. Fucking some big dudes, they don't even have to be good wrestlers. Just, like, do what they used to do in the 80s. Go to the gym and find the guy that's good at cutting a promo. <laughs> That's crazy, man. That's how they did it, and they found good wrestlers that way, but they were never able to do handsprings and shit, but they were good. Back handsprings. <laughs> handsprings. Well, you got to stay jacked. I think it was how the topic started. So what have you been doing? You still on the... Uh, Right back workout. Oh yeah, man. Damn traps and laps. Jump shots wicked good. Um you know. Libido's right. Doing the traps and lats, so you're going for full on brick house ass shit. You damn right, man. Trying to jack as fuck though. Jack as fuck, dog. See, I'm like, my thing when it comes time, like, I have to do it, like, right now. As a matter of fact, I got to get my shit whipped together. And uh, my deal is always just to fucking lose the weight and and then just arms and shoulders for pretty muscle. The rest of the shit, I got what's called linear muscle. So if I've been working out anyway, the lats and the traps and shit, they're strong. So I just, I'm just going for looks. You know what I mean? You got to do the Scott Steiner workout. Even though he did have lats as fuck. <laughs> Look, man, I want to take a road trip. I want to go to his Shoney's. I think that'd be awesome. What is it? He owns a Shoney's. Go where? I don't know. You ever heard of the restaurant called Shoney's? Well, I guess, but I didn't. I don't know about it. 
It's like a Denny's, but it's Shoney's. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I guess. I guess the Leroy told me a little bit about it. He probably did. Old Bastion. That's where I heard about it. But no, I don't know shit like that, bro. I've never been, like, to any real big city. Seattle's probably the biggest one ever. I've never been more than halfway west, I don't think, of the U.S. Been pretty far south, went to Oklahoma. But I ain't scared to go nowhere. I run around and travel all the time because I work. You know, the type of work I do, that's how you get money. But, yeah, I've fucking never been to all all these different restaurants people know about and all this shit. I don't know. I don't know shit. And if I went there, I'd be more interested in what river got trout in it than, and then I'd just go to McDonald's and go there. Probably not McDonald's though. I go to I go to uh I go to Chick fil A or Taco Bell. If I'm on the road. We got McDonald's right here two blocks from my house. I'm sick of it. He's going to take it with yeah. me, man. See, I've never been. I know the southern fucking places have all the best fast food, better sides and shit. But I've never been. Checkers? Well, you're a good French fry. Dad lived. never went because he's such a small town. They didn't have all that either. But they had a... The gas station would have... Real fried chicken that was good though. That was nice. At least fucking grab some goddamn chicken that actually tastes good. This shit's terrible up here. Made by a bunch of fucking people like me with half ass Canadian accents and trying to sell you the dry one so they can save the fucking good one for fucking who knows why. Fried chicken down south. Anywhere you went, good chicken and and deep fried potatoes that weren't didn't taste like the grease was a week and a half old. Yeah, man. That was good enough for simple small town ass. So but I would look I would really like to go and check out and I'd like to go on the east coast too. To them cities and and fucking uh eat the good pizzas and uh go to uh White Castle and all that shit. <laughs> you ain't missing much. No, but, like, if I was, like, I would be the Anthony Bourdain that was actually happy and didn't kill himself. That would be fucking Dave Chappelle hit it right on the head. I said it. Or he said it, and I know he didn't steal it from me. Everybody was thinking it. You had the greatest job in the world. You go to the cool places and go to all the best food. What the fuck? Why you got a problem? I know you watched the Chappelle special, so I ain't spoiling nothing. Of course not. 
Well, he was right on the money there. Like, that was my – when people would ask me, what would your dream job be? They asked before that show ever existed. I'd say, like, or what would you do if you had $10 million? I said I'd go everywhere and I'd eat the best food. Right that there. would make me. That would make me happy. And the only person that would make almost anyone happy, except the person that actually had the job. The fuck? Wild and crazy. That's crazy. What do you mean about that, Anthony Board? But how do you you think you can identify? Do you think, do you really think you can identify uh, depression in people? Man, that's tough, man. That's toughy. Because they always say, uh, you know, the the person that's uh, Mister. Happy dude, dad on the outside turns out to be like Robin Williams or somebody like that. And they turn out to be the depressed person. And I've seen that in real life. My my uncle Mitch, he wasn't my uncle. He was just my dad's fucking good buddy. And uh, that guy was awesome and ended up, he was fighting depression. He was a guy like us, you know, like, like all us dudes have been, my dad's friends and the way I act and everything, always loud and joking and having a good time. And then fucking, uh, when, when it's time to get serious, we're doing that. And then when it's over, it's, that's over with. We're back onto the fun part of the shit. And he was just one of the guys. So how would you, how would you decide that it's worse for him than for someone else? That he's depressed. And this other person that acts exactly the same way is not. Fucking nuts. Nothing but, man. They would have to know themselves, I guess, and ask for help. Who got served? Quit getting served all the motherfucking time. Maybe they wouldn't be so depressed. If they weren't constantly pruned. Possible. Good point. Good point. But no, you know what I mean? No, it's a guy like, and well, I guess also a drug problem, I guess, is another indicator. Like if somebody's just doing too many drugs all the time or if they're drunk all the time. Alcohol is a depressant. I used to be a real bad drunk. I'm a weekend warrior now, and I might get drunk, you know, during the podcast half the time, too. But that's my drinking schedule now, Saturday and maybe during the podcast. But I used to get faced all the fucking time. And, uh, like, I was depressed. I was fucking depressed when I was an alcoholic. When I had a fucking serious dependency like that. I did, And you would have never known. You'd have never known it. I acted just the same, kind of. Maybe a little more turning to the dark side when I'm drunk, but you know what I mean? When you deal with people that have real drinking problems, they're drunk all the time. They're not nice drunks anymore. They're fucking not fun anymore when they're drunk. They fucking, they turn mean. 
the more you fucking drink every day, the more you turn into a mean drunk. Because it's just your everyday routine now. You can't be jolly 24-7. How about you, Zilla? You ever had substance abuse issues? Not on record. No, and I mean I I kind of do. That even though even in uh even when I went through legal shit and I had to talk to a counselor and shit, even then they told me I was not an alcoholic. I was what was known as a problem drinker. <laughs> Whatever that means. Yeah. I don't know. Well, it means I'm not actually addicted, but I'm a drunk asshole. Hmm. That, was that could be a problem. Yeah, I was always looking for trouble when I was drunk and always drinking to excess back then. And now I save that shit for Saturday night. That's why I love football season. I have an excuse for fucking being hung over and laying around like a slob all day because the damn football game's on. <laughs> Good way to put it. <laughs> Otherwise, like the rest of the year on Sunday, I'm trying to make myself function and shit instead of just enjoying my hangover and watching football. That's what it's there for. But it's a serious question. Have you ever been dependent on a substance to a point where it was uh, detrimental? Uh, no, I can't say anything ever been detrimental. So, I mean, not in my eyes anyway. Yeah. Well, the, doing the thing can be detrimental sometimes, but was the dependency was never the problem. No, not, not that I would say. Everybody's up and does dumb shit. Now, were you fucked up and doing dumb shit every day that week, or was it just a fucking thing that happened? You know? <laughs> That's the way I'm kind Yeah, of never like that. Never like that, so. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was that I've been way lucky. for. I was that way for good. Fuck. Close to 10 years on fucking drinking. I used drinking to be a can drunk be a problem. Nap. Well, the thing is, some people can be a drunk like that their whole life and it'd never be trouble for them. But I'm not that guy. It was trouble all the fucking time. Trouble. So now I just behave, go out downtown Saturday night. And if I don't have to work too early the next day, I might get buzzed up while I do the show. Other than that, I'm really not drink. You can tell when I'm drinking. I'll tell you. No. Other than that, I just ain't. I just ain't no more. It's a, something I do to enjoy it, not because I got a goddamn beer magnet on my hand that must always be satisfied, you know. Now you're thirsty. Yeah, I get a little thirsty. And actually, I've been getting in the habit where I just buy a 
a six pack of this Pabst Blue Ribbon. They got this new one that's six point five percent, and that's actually pretty good stout little beer. And it's a real beer, not an ice beer, because I hate that shit. It's malt liquor and it tastes fun. So usually I'm just drinking a six pack. And you know what's nice about it, Zilla? Listen to me. I'm fucking halfway hammered already. No. It used to cost me. It used to cost me forty bucks to get fucking hammered. Now it costs ten bucks. That's how we roll. And fucking weed too. You remember the old high school days when you had to be smoking all twenty four seven. Around every corner, you ran into three friends bumming and they hit, or you were bumping one off them or whatever, and you were fucking lighting the bowl every ten minutes. You never got as high back then as you do now. Now that you're an adult with a schedule and you just smoke one when you get your chance, you actually get high. <laughs> Same thing with beer. You fucking drink it all the time. It takes fucking 20 beers to get drunk. Now I get hammered off eight beers. Plus you just get older and it happens that way. Well, older, I don't know, though. I mean, there's a trade-off. You're right, but there's a trade-off for that. you, You actually end up being punchy. Like, maybe... It takes you 20 beers to get drunk, or maybe it's easier to get drunk, or whatever the case may be, but, like, if you just kept slamming it down as often as possible, you'd be pickled, and your fucking brain don't work good and shit, you know? That's the biggest Mm. fear of a fucking... That's the biggest fear of a fucking... Somebody should have if they're on dope and shit or or drinking too much or whatever they're doing too damn much of is that it'll make you fucking dumb. And it fucking does it. I've seen it on a hundred people. Including myself to an extent, I'm sure. I'm no I ain't fucking uh I could have arrested development, I ain't immune. Well, at least if you know, here's the thing: arrested development, people have it. You know, let's say it happens at 14 years old, 15. The question always is: Were you a smart 14 year old or a dumb 14 year old? Because if it happens to one that was dumb, it's real tough to deal with that person. True story. 90 seconds left hmm. before we end live more. It happened. You think of that? So, this is Zilla <laughs> signing off. Until next time. I always time. end the show about that time. Well, if you see Alamino, tell him to suck it. Suck it. Yeah, I'll oh, I'll talk I'll be talking to him real soon. On the next fucking show. Probably the next show anybody does around here. <laughs>